endless studio that's in a basement comes the epic story of how two friends changed the future of the movie podcast game forever. The reviews are in. Boys Life Magazine gives the High Side Podcast four and a half acorns. The Daily Bugle says, these guys are super legit. And Pope Francis declares the podcast as life-affirming. From the kid who tried to get smart with David Spade and got fucking old. You're still out. You're still back. And the guy who can name all four Baldwin brothers. Alec, William, Daniel, and the baby boy, Stephen. Live from the studio of his parents' basement. The Have You Seen It podcast. You drink and have a, a sliced pickle jar. Sliced pickle jar, uh, yeah, no, it's ghetto. <laughs> Welcome to the ghetto of Woodland. <laughs> I love it, man. This is all a front. I love it. And you know it's uh, it's summer, man. It's getting hot. It is. It's getting hot out there. It gets real toasty here. It gets real humid in yeah. uh, Washington. Uh, I saw a guy mowing his lawn without a shirt on. That's how you know the weather's turning. Yes, that's how you know it's uh, it's getting warm. It's tis the season. Remember how excited you used to get when it when it was summer. School's almost out. You have like a week left at this point. Oh, it's great. You're just you feel great. You feel on top of the world. Oh, you're yeah, ready to dude. go. School is it's just summertime. Flying. At this point, your teachers are just they're coming to school drunk. They're not. <laughs> they're sleeping during class. They've completely checked out. Yeah, they do not want any part of you at this point. And. Uh, yeah, man, and and classes are just you know everyone's just so anticipated. It was so excited, man. The summer you could get to sleep in every day. Fuck, get to hang out with your friends. <laughs> yeah, don't have to go to school. That was could you imagine man. having a summer break for work? Oh God, yeah, that'd be, awesome. that'd be so awesome. Two and a half That's months. That's how it should be. Gosh. You need it. Adults need it. I think more than kids. You know what I think we really do need is a uh, four day work week. I think we oh, should do yeah. four tens. I think that makes more sense. The five days is insane. It's insanity. Yeah. No no man was supposed to make No, it's... And a big chunk of those people are working six days a week, too. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, and they've and it's and it's been proven. I you know we don't we don't need to get into it, but it's been proven. They've done it at other in other countries. Switched to a four day, right? Yes, it, it improves productivity it improves pro- way it, way yeah. more. Yeah, it's because you get three man. days off, man. I mean, like you you think about it, you're at work one third of your life. Yeah, it's, it's shit. The two day. By the time you're really into the weekend, you're feeling it, you're right back to work. Exactly. As soon as you're getting into it and you're getting excited, it's never long enough. It no. always feels short. Sunday is pretty much a goddamn work day. It is, because you're just stressing about you the You are, day. absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's horrible. I mean, uh, yeah, so. What do you think doing a thing in this country, too? Uh, putting holidays in work days that you get off the day after. So, like, July 5th. I think July 5th, everyone should get work off. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like Ju- July 4th is a holiday, but technically you should get the... The day after, the, yeah. The day so after work, just makes sense. So work July 4th. Yes. Get and off. And then get the 5th off. So it sucks for people that have to work like a night shift or something. Then yeah. you're working that night. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's true. That sucks. But uh, but yeah, man. I mean... I don't get it. Asking your employees to come in July 5th, they're hungover as shit. Everyone is. Everyone. No one's feeling they're ha- Yeah, they're going 50% at yeah. most. At most. Most people I know, though, do take ju- just July 5th off. Oh, yeah, all that, the time. I mean, yeah. you got you to gotta, you gotta plan ahead. Too, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because there's just no going to I'm work. I'm taking the 5th off this year. You, you know oh, where I'm yeah, going to be. 
Where? International Fight League. Oh, Las Vegas. Nice. I'm going to yeah. go watch all the pre-camps and everything. It'll be so much fun. Yeah, there you go. The card stacked. I was so pissed, though, because they move uh, Nganu off that card. Francis versus JDS. They moved him off? Yeah. What do He's you mean? fighting in the uh, June 29th card now, a week earlier. What? Yeah, so I'm not going to see that there, but... See how they got... That's shitty. It, it, yeah, it they is, really do not give a fuck about they Bay. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> they do not but, give a fuck. But admittedly, the card already is pretty freaking stacked. Yeah. I mean, it's a stacked card, so. We shall see. But still, man, what if you bought tickets just to see him, like, months ago? Well, that's exactly what I did in Vegas. <laughs> we went down there because of the John Jones fight, and then he ended up not even fighting you in went Las down Vegas. There to... <laughs> yes. I didn't know he ended that. up not even fighting in Las Vegas. It, ha- it yeah. was moved. And they told Last everyone minute. just to fuck off. They just can watch it on yeah. TV. Man, the UFC is crazy. It is crazy. It's it's wild. The UFC they moved the whole event wild. for him. Yeah, but I no. mean, you know, yeah. you got to make money. Just so he can do steroids. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah. They move balance for that, man. They do. He's got to feel pretty good. Oh, of course. He's the undefeated champ, man. He yeah. is the greatest fighter of all time. There's no just one better right He's the shittiest now. person of all time. <laughs> right, I know. Just the shittiest. Hey, he's trying. He's trying to change. I, I don't I, think so. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Last I, I heard he was. Really? I haven't well, heard Well, I mean, any... he's just always getting caught with some, some always. trace yeah, of. Always yeah, yes. So, I mean, is he really yeah. trying? If he Is he really trying if he keeps getting in trouble? Yeah. I mean, if you're really trying, I'm so back just... and forth on that whole issue because I wonder if picograms really do stay in your system like that. But at the same time, it's like, well, why were they in there in the first place? I know. So you know? You, you're admitting to cheating first, but that seems like a long time for anything to be in your system. What was it like a year and a half or something? That's yeah, a it's lo- like up to five years. <laughs> I don't know what the insane. science was. I didn't see. I didn't see very many scientists speaking up on that one. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no. but that seems like a really long time. But yeah, he's a. Uh, He's fighting soon, isn't he? Uh, he he's on the July card. Yeah, July he's going to be there. Yeah. Crazy. Well, this isn't a fight podcast, No, it's Mason, not. So I don't Sorry. know why you're even I don't know why I brought that up. You're unprofessional. That's why. It, that's why. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, 144 episodes in, and I'm still unprofessional. Oh, yeah. Unprofessional as hell, but that's what makes the Have You Seen It podcast so Unique and damn interesting. special, right? right? Exactly. Because how unprofessional we are. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's it's just off the cuff. It's a lot of improv. A lot, a lot of improv went in, and a lot of a lot of classes at the community college went in to master to the, the development improv. of this. Yeah, yes, definitely. it's a lot of hours yeah. at your local community college. It is. Uh, you gotta, you gotta put hours in though. Oh yeah, you gotta do it. Just like John Jones, where we equally working. Except we're not uh, taking any shortcuts. We're <laughs> no, not, except we're both not. of us. Except we are both on steroids at this. We moment. are. We <laughs> are trying to currently juice up. Yeah, we're we are to get a looking bit bigger to bulk in the gym. up. Yes, yes. but we. Right. So that is something we do have in common. We with do. We do. John Jones. We do. Just but, to enhance uh, our podcasting game. We got to get better at it. You do. You got to get better. Yeah. And it makes your voice better, I hear, and that, uh, it focuses you Yeah, it gives it more of that sharper tone. Yeah. Yes. Makes you mad as hell, too. It, it does. Makes you That's mad what I've at heard. It makes you furious. Ah, oh, man. I've thrown this microphone at my face multiple times already. You've seen it. I have. The anger. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of anger, who's more angry than this little Brightburn kid? Man, I don't think too many people. He's pissed off. He's not happy. He's not happy in the no. world. And uh, I was... Brandon Breyer. Brandon Breyer. Yeah. And that that's why we're gathered here today, right? To yes, talk about to the talk angry, about Brightburn. To talk about Brightburn. The alternative kind of bad Superman story, right? I mean, that's basically what it was. Right. right? It was like yeah. it was essentially like an Afterworlds, like, what if Superman was bad, essentially. Was a dick, yeah. But they couldn't, obviously, it was done by a different studio, so they couldn't, you know... 
do that. Yeah, but there was very many callbacks and everything well, to right. Superman and, this, and everything. The flying, the laser yeah. vision, like the, all the stuff. The plane. I mean, Superman always finding a plane yes. and this. He does the opposite. But uh, yeah, Brightburn, directed by David Yarvesky. What is he directed? Nothing else. Absolutely nothing. But he works with, you know who he works with? The Gun Brothers? The Gun Brothers. <laughs> all 38 of them. Gosh. There are There's quite a new a few, one popping there? up every yeah. day. I don't even know. Every what day. I feel like they're just, I mean. It's pretty incredible at this I, point. One of the brothers was the janitor on this film. There was They were doing everything they at this were. point. They're popping up everywhere. But uh, he's keeping them in work. He's keeping that family fed. Oh, yeah. He's That's what you got to do with He's giving them all kinds of, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, re, so screenplay by Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn, brother of James Gunn. Produced, and he was actually the, yeah. Produced the by producer. James Gunn. David Yarvesky, who directed this, was his first film. He was He's worked previously with the guns on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and whatnot. Mm. So uh, once you're in with them, you're in. Oh, yeah, for sure. And James Gunn, what a comeback he's made. From from a pervert online <laughs> to, a, to a star director. It's great <laughs> yes, to see it's it. It's great to it's see it. Great it's to great to see, see that transition yeah. in someone. From rags to riches. Yeah, really, truly, what an arc. What an arc <laughs> yes. he's had, and I can't wait to see his movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Suicide Squad 2? The movie or... about him. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, someday, yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. <laughs> what a mundane movie, him <laughs> yeah. angrily writing anti-gay <laughs> jokes on the internet. <laughs> a Lifetime movie? <laughs> <laughs> he'll write it, and his brothers will also write it, and they'll produce they it, and they'll have some kind of part in it. And one of them will probably even be in it, because one of them's an actor, Sean Gunn. He's been in Guards of the Galaxy a few times. Really? Yeah, and I've seen him on every set picture of the Avengers. How do you Avengers. think that audition process goes? With your brother? So, I'm sorry, who, who what's your name? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to be very professional. Uh, we're going to go through this. We're going to see if you are the best for this character, and then we will call you and let you know. And he's like, okay, I'll see you at home. Yeah, I'll see you at home. <laughs> I don't know. It's always funny. It, you kind of just got to give it It's to always him, interesting right? uh, siblings in Hollywood in the whole yeah. acting because there's always one is a lot less popular than the other one. It just happens that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stallone comes to mind. His brother Frank Stallone. I mean, anyone that pretty much has a brother, there's always one lesser brother. I think yeah. Brad Pitt has a brother out there that does some acting. And yeah, Seriously? Yeah, that's a little you know about that. Whoa. Yeah. So there's always one that's uh, that's just not up to, I mean. But he's always hanging around there, always hanging around, sticking around. That's gotta you gotta support that. But uh, what do you think about Brightburn, Mason? I uh, I thought it was everything I I imagined it to be. I mean, I, I wasn't shocked at all, and that's yeah. both good. That's both good and bad. Uh, I I would say majority of it good though, like a very solid movie. It did exactly what I wanted it to. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean just overall I, I was actually like, wow, this this was pretty good. I thought it was a I thought it was a really cool concept and I thought it was done pretty well, but I thought the execution was kind of off. And and sure. I in let me yeah. guess what it is. It's the storytelling, right? Well the Because it was just very pretty. And the character and, development. And, mm-hmm. There was I thought there was zero character development with the kid at all. Well, right. We don't where know he, what planet, or we don't know the language, why it was doing, or anything, or, or where he turns from. It. I would really, I really thought it was going to be more of a just kind of him slowly becoming evil, him getting picked on, and we're slowly seeing that transition. Mm. Or he's just he's the kind of that kid that's kind of weird and whatnot, has weird fantasies and whatnot. But he just so happens to have superpowers also. Mm. So I thought it was going to be more of that development, and it it was more of 
he was a kind of a good kid, kind of a nice kid, and then immediately he turned. For, because when the, the thing, ship, when yeah, the ship, when the ship was on, calling him. yeah, yeah. The so barn. there's no real reason. I I wasn't real sure if it was like a uh, a possession type of thing, or it was him just kind of him being bad. If yeah, just I would say I, bad. I, at times that is confusing because you didn't yeah. really understand. You didn't know which one it was. I thought they did a good job though with the parents in the relationship between the kid and the parents. I really like. I thought that was very well fleshed out. Yeah, I thought. uh yeah, I thought I thought they both did a pretty good job. Uh, I thought the the mom I thought did a, a better job than the dad. Where I thought the dad, I didn't feel a real connection that he had with the kid. But I feel like the mom really because uh, Elizabeth Banks is the mom, right? And the dad is David Denman, the guy from uh, the Office. office yeah, yeah, which everyone that's what everyone's gonna know him from for sure. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I thought they had a much more powerful connection. I thought the mom did than the dad. And maybe that was on purpose. I don't know because that was kind of the way. I thought it was. I kind of thought it made sense. Like the mom was just motherly instincts, and the father was kind of like, "Okay, no, this thing isn't actually ours." Yeah, the dad was not having it. No, not even really giving it a chance. I mean, he was no, and the one pretty much out of there. Yeah, and the one time you (laughs) thought he was going to take a chance, he went and go went to go take his son out camping or uh, yeah, and I knew that was coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, come on, your dad starts giving you that look. Right. Things aren't going well for you. He wants to take you way up in the mountains by yourself. And uh, leave your cell phone in the truck kind of thing. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Something's going wrong. Don't wear any of the orange stuff. No orange. Yeah. Just camo. Can you dress up like a turkey when you go out there? Yeah. Can you carry these garbage bags for me, please, and the shovel? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't looking good for sure. But, (laughs) uh, yeah. But I thought it was... uh, I thought they they kind of went with more. I thought the they went with more horror tropes toward the end. I thought. Uh, oh, I for th- sure, I it totally slow, felt like a yeah. uh, slasher film. Yeah, I know, yeah. and I I don't know That's, that that kind of confused me. Where I wanted it to be more of a dark superhero film, then I thought it ended up being more of a horror film. See, I I like when I watched the the trailers for this. I really thought it was a sla- like going to be a slasher film because how else would it be? Obviously, Superman bad. What's he gonna do? Just kill a bunch of people? You know, oh, I didn't think that. I actually had no. Uh, I I went into the to thinking nothing. I I knew very little of it going into it. I mean, it was not. I I didn't see a lot of it, or I guess I purposely tried to stay away from it because I didn't want to see any trailers that ruined it. But uh, yeah, I just thought it was gonna be a a bad Superman. Really, it's a, it was more of a what if Jeffrey Dahmer. Had, uh, <laughs> had Superman had powers, powers. <laughs> yeah, and he was just really fucking weird, and uh, he just did a lot of weird shit, and that's what I thought it was. But then it, it still wasn't even that because even that you would have to go through some kind of transition where mm-hmm. he goes. This one he just went zero to a hundred. I thought, and why did he not ever kill the bullies? He killed everyone that everyone was helping but him. Them, yeah, and that kind and of he crushed that little girl's hand too. I was yeah, like, Jeez, and that looked great. Sh- yeah. I love that. Yeah, I did. The whole hand crusher. That's how I feel every time I try to shake some other guy's hand. You okay, always well, got to give him the hand crusher. I already, I already know about this, but do, don't look it up. What do you think? Like, with all the CGI and stuff, what do you think this movie cost him? Mm. Do you know? I have no idea. Just just an estimate. I'm going to guess it didn't cost very much. $25 million. Yeah, exactly. I, I would say that's a really good guess. 
cost him seven million dollars. Oh, okay. But about twenty twenty five million is the exact same thing I thought. Well, I will say, million. yeah, I will say some things looked a lot better than other things. Yeah. Her falling from the sky, the kind of hands Gruber mm-hmm. falling, like I thought that did not look very good. It, it did not. I, I that that you can only kind of do that falling and die on the kind of grass. Right. I thought, yeah, that did not look very kind of good to me. But the they. Well, they did. They barely showed him though, and that really helped. I think the part where they were going through the forest is kind of where I mean, where he's whipping around the mm-hmm. dad, and he's kind of hunting him. They barely showed it, but it was really well done. Where it was still very cool. You just yep. kind of saw him in the background floating. He was whipping around, and that was very scary. And it's kind of that Spielberg thing, you know, like yeah. with Jaws, where it's like, well, shit, we're running out of money or funds because you know, seven million, you don't yeah. have a lot. How do we, how do we make this look good? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what they did in this film. Is they. Boom. Yeah. Quick. You know what I mean? Exactly. You can tell they just shot it and then digitally put him in. And once in a while, you just see him floating in the background. But Mm -hmm. $7 million, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Because this film did look good. There's some shots that looked really, really good in this. Yeah, I was was very, uh, very surprised to see that. Yeah, $7 million. Good on them. That always always impresses me. Uh, People that... Can work... Can work with the dollar. Imagine if they had $25 million. Oh, what they could have done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it could have been an hour, it could have been an hour longer. But uh, how are those cams looking? Well, let's just get into it. Let's talk about it. It it pretty much starts out exactly like Superman, right? Yeah. Middle Literally, middle of middle the country. Of I gotta. It yeah. might even be Kansas. This is total Smallville. Sure. Yeah. yeah. A. Uh, well, it's his family. They can't have uh, they can't have kids, right? No. And that's where we first get. They're struggling to have kids. You see it because they have a bunch of books and everything. And it's Elizabeth Banks, and uh, you can tell she's kind of young because this is how they always show you that it's a flashback. It'll, they'll do one streak of color in the hair. It's like okay, she's young <laughs> yep. here. <laughs> oh, the streak, the purple streak that yeah. they had for yeah. Because remember, because it was this is because it starts out and it's two thousand two thousand six. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's how they always do it in movies. Instead of like making her look young, they just do a streak in the hair, and that's how you save that dollar. Yep, there just you go. Streak. Practical effects, man. Just no, put adult, some little streak no adult in there. That's woman it. would have a streak of color. No, it's of insane. It's insane. That's it's crazy. rebellious. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, two thousand six kind of a uh, kind of move, but uh. Yeah, so it shows them they're about to get it on, uh, and out of nowhere, what happens? A giant meteor hits the, the farm. Sky. Yes, yeah. just barely off in the woods. Yeah, and it's a it's a cool crash, and they go, and what do they find? They find a little baby boy. Always, it's, always. it's a blessing from heaven, right? I always ask, like, how did they even get the the contraption open? They never show that. I don't know, and I always ask. Where's the uh, fucking cops? I mean, <laughs> where's the government? Aren't, no one. Our government always on this thing. I would assume they no track one, everything that falls. No out one of the sky, came looking they? for this thing. No one. And what the fuck are they farmers of? I don't. I don't know. see them farming anything. Yeah, no. Fine. Just see them doing a lot of getting it on yeah, and going to sleep. A That's all I see. I yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just have giant fields of grass. Then, and their barn <laughs> is just used to hide this giant spaceship. Yeah. They're they got to be the worst farmers the barn of all is time. Not up to. Not up to par. Not either. to code. Not I would say. Good, no. I would say it's not even. It would be condemned. I would say OSHA needs to get in there. Yeah. Well, he says he makes it very clear that uh, when Brandon is young, not to go in there because there's nails and whatnot. Mm. And <laughs> there's also a giant fucking spaceship. Right. Right. Which he just forgot to mention. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so they they get the baby, and uh, and of course you just say this is my kid now, right? You find a kid. It's well, yours. what else do you do at this point? I mean, you know, technically a kid lands on your yard, and this is America. It's technically, it's technically your, your child now. Yes, and that is law. That is yes. constitution. The fathers yep. did make that. So it could happen from out of the sky. Some lady could be walking around, trip, baby falls in your lawn. Now that's your kid. Yeah. It happens all the time, every it does, day, actually. Quite a bit. <laughs> but uh, lucky them, they won the baby lottery. Baby landed it, and they don't even have to go through the worst shit. They don't have to go through pregnancy. No, you nope. get this cool, fresh kid. Or tough paperwork and all that kind of stuff. It's just a kid. And guess what about this kid? Guess what? You could do anything with him. Throw him in a fucking blender. He he, he can do anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he never I, gets sick. That's no. the best. That's winning. That's the, lottery. the best kid. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he probably didn't cry much because he's oh, a little never. omen kid. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't feel pain, so <laughs> he's got to feed him. That's yeah, like... and uh, and I that's another thing I I wasn't sure if I liked because they they barely discussed that. Eventually, or he just drops it that oh, and he was never sick or anything. No, they yeah, never, never been cut, never yeah, been never scraped. anything. Yeah, nothing. Like they never even talked, had that conversation. Like they, that <laughs> yeah, was like, like they the never first. Like, Hold on, <laughs> why is this happening? Yeah, yeah, like that was the first time he brought it up. Like no one ever. Okay, we never had to go to a doctor. Well, especially ever. when the when the child falls from the literal sky. Yeah, he doesn't have a scrape on him. <laughs> yeah, he's an alien. You know he is. I mean, something's up. This is this is weird. But he doesn't have anything on him, and it's. Uh... But it's it's turns out pretty good so far, right? It flashes forward twelve years later. They got a, a warm relationship. They do. The mom, Elizabeth Banks, she's kinda cool, hip and oh, the or, cool the mom. Whole mom. Yeah. She's like she does art and stuff. She doesn't have that streak in her hair anymore. And they had a really good relationship. Yeah. Her, or it shows show it show yeah. So it shows, I should say. But uh Well, up until the point. Yeah, up until uh Brandon, he's just in his bed, right? And then he starts hearing these crazy voices. Yeah, this uh, otherworldly like language. Yeah, and I really wish it would have got a little more into that. Yeah, like who it was. Who it was, or, or just was. some, or what, kind of just a little more. Maybe he goes in there and he gets the, the Kal-El hologram or whatever. Well, it because was just, wasn't, wasn't the saying, take the world? Take the world, that's what but it kept saying. we never saying. got why. Like, no. even if they would have just given us, like, one sentence why, like, we are from this planet, no. destroy all worlds, that would make sense. And no fucking, uh, no fucking duh he had to come to this planet. If they're come from a planet where everyone just destroys planets, of course their planet's not going to work out. No wonder he had to, they had to ship that kid somewhere else. That's true. <laughs> How could that planet be possibly running if they're all just want to destroy the planet? I mean, it's not a good system. Not good. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want to do that. So, in the end, yeah. It makes so no I, sense. I don't know what system they ran on, really. I mean, because immediately all that ship does is tell them to kill everyone. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. So what a fucked up world. But uh, yeah, he starts getting it and he's freaking out, right? And th- this is the big thing: is they don't tell him. They never told him about the ship. They did tell him he was adopted, though. Mm-hmm. They did. Uh, let him know that he was adopted and uh yeah but he he wakes up to the ship and he goes out and this is another thing that i thought was weird is he's like 12 but his his mom him and his mom always play like hide and go seek just to yeah and do the whistle thing and <laughs> yeah. you know what dude and that was foreshadowing yeah. i knew i knew because in every single like slasher horror film there's always something in the beginning that uh, that ties into the end, and I knew the whistling would be one of them. Well, not even though, and I wanted to bring this up. I even wrote it down. It's it's one of the biggest tropes now that you see in anything is the school scene, where there'll always be the kid in school and the 
they'll be watching a movie that ex- it's explaining the entire movie. It happens in almost every movie now. Where the kid will be, and because in this one they were talking about the bees and the wasp, remember? Mm, and that right. explained the entire thing. Where basically, the aliens are the wasp or whatever. Because remember, he had that thing where he's like, the wasps are better than the bees oh, and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. So that, that's a trope that they do in everything where they explain it was they did annihilation, they did it hereditary, but uh, they do it a lot now. Yeah. Where it explains the entire movie in the, it's a common trope. But uh, yeah, and well, we, especially the fact he knew so much about bees too, bees and wasps. Because in the opening school scene, that was like one of the main scenes was him explaining it. Yeah. Because no, no other student could. No, he knows a lot about bees. <laughs> he does. Very strange. You don't want to. Nothing if, to if you're a kid listening to this, <laughs> Stay school away from is rough. <laughs> school <laughs> is rough and pick something else to enjoy. <laughs> other Do than not bees. be the weird kid that really likes bees because it's not going to work out for you. No. Oh, unless you have superhuman powers. Exactly. And then you, you take the world by the horns. Yes. <laughs> yes. You take, do what you yours. want. It's, it's yours, yours at this point. Just take it. Take, take the, the world. world. We're listen, not even going to fight Listen you. to that creepy it. voice in your head. But uh, So it builds up, and it's getting kind of creepy. I like. I even like the atmosphere of the ship glowing through the boards. Mm-hmm. That's a simple effect. You oh, know, yeah. That's really simple. But it's it's cool. And I love the and angle with the voice of the shooting, that, too. That, it felt very yeah. 80s-esque, though. Like yeah, the barn shot with yeah. the light. Well, it's simple. It's a simple kind of effect. But... It still works. It works, yeah. It's it works to yeah. this day. I love yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so it gets kind of creepy, and uh, he ends up going out to the barn, right? And Elizabeth Banks, she has some kind of crazy sixth sense where she always knows when something's up. The right. dad, oblivious. Classic <laughs> He doesn't dad. know. He doesn't Not know a shit. damn thing. But He's drinking beer on the couch watching Sunday Night Football. Yeah. But as soon as, as soon as anything happens, Elizabeth Banks, she knows. Mm-hmm. He knows immediately. So she runs out to the barn, doesn't even check upstairs. Doesn't even check out to see if he's up in his bed. She immediately knows. She's I'm no, going she to that just, barn. Yeah, I'm going to the barn. I know where he's going. Well, because didn't he like jump out of the window? Not at this. Not that's later in the film. I thought. Oh, is this? Is this? Yeah, I thought oh, that yeah, was the one where. Oh, he yeah, because she hears it first. She hears it fall. She he, well, she at first she hears a really weird noise and she doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then she hears a giant thud, and then she finally fucking gets her ass up and gets going. Yeah, that's right. He does jump out the window. Sticks to the landing. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I mean, gymnast would be. A... And uh, she finds him, and he's freaking out about, or he's trying to get into the barn, right? Mm-hmm. Not knowing, obviously, he doesn't have powers or anything yet. She's very strange. I, I found that scene strange too, when he's like clamoring at the 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 door, mm-hmm. the barn doors, and uh, why he didn't just break the chain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's well, so I, strong. I'm not I get sure. it. He was kind of in a trance, but and I'm not sure if he has developed his powers yet and he knows how to use him or not. Mm. You know? I'm, oh yeah, that's a good point. I'm yeah. guessing you have to you put some kind of force into it, or otherwise, you know, Superman would be going around ripping everyone's arm off every time he shook <laughs> someone's hand or something. So I'm so I don't because remember he doesn't have him yet. I mean, he's not super strong, or he doesn't know until the lawnmower scene. Mm. You know, the classic. Stick your hand in the lawnmower and find out if you're super strong. And I advise everyone to take that. I just chance. take the chance. Why not? <laughs> just just try it one time. Chance. You know? I mean, it's your chances are chances are you're not gonna nothing's gonna happen. Nothing. I mean, you're chances are totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> you just realize you got really incredible powers. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, <laughs> something might happen. But I mean, well, right on the other. How hand, else are you gonna find you still out? Have if, the other hand. How? Yeah. How else are you gonna find out if you have superpowers or not? Unless you're sticking your arm in all kinds of uh, traps and right, and uh, I would say maybe take a paper clip and try to poke yourself. 
I think that would be yeah, easier than slow. just yeah, start slow. slow. Start yeah. somewhere, a baseline. But uh, you gotta have a baseline. So he he kind of what and he kind of gets like possessed by this, right? He's got he mm-hmm. kind of develops his glowing eyes. That's the first time we see the glowing red eyes and everything. But uh, and that, that's where I never thought of if something was actually in him or he was just developing this now. Oh, like or the something powers. actually went into him, mm-hmm. or was he? I mean, what do you? Or do See, you I think? didn't get. A, I didn't get a lot with that either. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know if. Yeah, I didn't know either way. I had no idea power wise, like if he was going to enable these powers, or if like over time he would like work on them. Yeah, I have no idea. But uh, so she wakes him up. She puts him back in bed. He doesn't really know anything. He still they they still don't tell him anything, right? Mm-hmm. They don't tell him about the ship, or the dad kind of freaks out, says, what was he doing out there, you know? He's already kind of, you can already tell he was kind of thinking, man, this kid's kind of already, kind of being a bummer now. Yeah, he's already getting on my nerves. <laughs> Did you know, not think this dad's this long. Whole, this whole first 12 thing was really cool, man, when you were like a cool little kid, now yeah, you're just being a little bastard. when we could throw you on the ground yeah. and nothing would happen, and <laughs> just now, throw you from the... Right. The top of the balcony. Now you're not listening. Now you're just being, being a fucking cock. Bummer. You know, like, I'm gonna have to smack you around, and I can't even smack you around because <laughs> you're Superman. No, you can't. Absolutely, you can't. But uh, yeah, and he starts to grow disobedient, like any twelve Very year old, right? Yes. But uh, which was cool. I I still I wish it would have gone more into that, more into him becoming and him just being this crazy little weird twelve year old. Because every twelve year old, you know, he's got this. Do you weird... think they did that on purpose though? Made it not like that? Yeah, made it like kind of open to your interpretation. I don't know. I don't know if like, they so did you it. Can kinda I don't know if they the did it, or yourself. I think they kind of just had to sacrifice that to go more of a horror route. Because mm. I think they had to have that horror element in there. What was very surprising about this movie, too, is only an hour 